Welcome to Whispered Mind, the Empath and the Narcissist podcast. My name's Hadil and today's topic is what a toxic relationship with a non-narcissist looks like. A person doesn't have to be in a relationship with a narcissist to be in a toxic relationship. Granted, a relationship with a narcissist is guaranteed to be toxic, but relationships can also be toxic with normal or empathic people. What defines a toxic relationship? This relationship could be full of disagreements, arguments, fights, problems, conflict. There's a lot of negative energy, bad feeling. The impact on the individual or the couple within the relationship is that uh, it's very stressful, anxiety-inducing, worrying. They could be feeling insecure about the future. There's a lot of instability. The relationship could even be quite volatile. Of course, relationships are unique and the dynamics vary from relationship, uh, from one relationship to another. But if there's uncertainty and a lot of negativity, if the relationship brings out the worst in people in terms of character traits or behaviors, or the relationship triggers a lot of negative emotions, it's quite reactive then that's not a good place to be. External factors such as stress can really put a lot of pressure on relationships. Maybe there are certain people involved that induce stress and invite problems. For example, not getting along with the in-laws. Maybe it's bigger issues such as conflict over religious beliefs or arguing over whether to have children or not. Perhaps one really wants children and the other doesn't. So this impacts the relationship. Could be about making life-changing decisions such as moving to another city or to another country. And there's disagreements over that health issues or mental health such as depression or addictive behaviors could be causing a lot of problems. Many people fight over finances or can't agree on how to raise the children. Maybe one person feels undermined by the other co-parent. There are a ton of reasons why relationships change and turn sour. Even if they used to be so good at one time, in long-term relationships, people can change and evolve if one individual changed. And what I mean by that is they evolved in their thinking, in their beliefs, in the way they view the world in their goals, dreams, and aspirations, in the direction they want to steer their lives towards. If their partner isn't on board or isn't understanding or supportive, that can create conflict and certainly become problematic. Even the best relationships can go through a rough patch and reach breaking point. The best relationships can turn toxic and a toxic relationship isn't a good place to be.
It isn't good for our mental health, for our emotional well-being. It isn't good for the way it impacts those involved, especially if children are around that. Toxic relationships bring out the narcissistic traits in us. Narcissistic traits, such as being argumentative, wanting to win arguments, to hurt the other person because we are really hurting, to take out the stress and frustration that we're feeling onto our partner. Maybe we're wallowing in self-pity and <clears throat> are disregarding uh, disregard our partner's feelings in the process. Perhaps we're angry and are in, in a constantly reactive mode. We're feeling overly sensitive, overly emotional. Rational thinking is non-existent and is being overtaken by our emotional thinking. The most important component to turn the relationship from toxic to making it uh, into a good, healthy relationship is, well, there's more than one component. One, for both individuals within the relationship, they must want the same outcome, which is to be in a happier place and for the relationship to be normal again. And for that to happen, both individuals must do the work. And doing the work requires a good level of self-awareness on both, on both sides, knowing what good brings, um, what good things you bring into the relationship and also what you bring in that creates problems. For example, habits or attitude plays a big part. Listening to your partner partner is also key because your partner will tell you what upsets them about certain things that you do or say and vice versa. So that leads me onto the next key component, which is communication, listening and communication and being respectful. Healthy relationships, unlike toxic relationships, are about give and take are about wanting to reach a healthy outcome. It's not about winning or getting the upper hand. It's not about I'm right and you're wrong. It's about taking ownership for the things that we do and say. It's about taking accountability. It's not about you versus me. It's about you and me versus the problem. I heard that before and I really liked it. When these components are present, relationships that have become toxic can definitely be salvaged and changed. And I know that from personal experience. I've experienced it and I've seen it. I've also seen it work. I've seen relationships change and improve. When these components, or at least one of them, is missing, then it can be very hard to salvage the relationship. A relationship with a narcissist cannot be salvaged because of the nature of the relationship 
Narcissists are emotionally abusive people and they are toxic. Therefore, they are incapable of behaving like normal people. They cannot contribute to a relationship in a way that defines the relationship as healthy. So I want to be really clear on that. If you're stuck with a narcissist, somebody who is lacking in empathy, who's emotionally abusive, your best course of action is to leave for your own sake. However, a relationship with a normal person, even if that person has some narcissistic traits, and even if you also have some narcissistic traits, doesn't mean that either of you are narcissists. It just means that you're a normal person or an empathic person with some narcissistic traits. And that's quite normal. This kind of relationship can work as long as the key components are present, which is both wanting the relationship to work, to thrive and be healthy and be good. Both of you want to be happy and get from the relationship what you're looking for. So if you're looking for security or stability or what, whatever else you, you feel is really important from a relationship, you want to feel like you can get that from your relationship. <clears throat> and communication and really listening to your partner and respecting their feelings and needs. Putting in the work to improve yourself and, and they have to also put in the work to improve themselves. And, and obviously trying to you know, improve the relationship. Working as a team to reach the same outcome and so on. Relationships aren't easy. They do require work. You have to invest emotionally. You have to invest in every way in your relationship. But they shouldn't feel like hard work. You know? Your relationship should feel to you like it's a safe space. Like a security blanket wrapped around you. It should feel like love and support. And when things are tough and you're going through challenging times, it should feel like you're a strong unit because you've survived worst times in the past. It's not about perfection. It's about it feeling right for you. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to have the kind of relationship that you wish to have. You deserve to feel good about what you have. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. I would love to know what resonated most with you. For feedback and support, you can reach out to me through my socials, which you'll find in the description box. You're welcome to join my private Facebook community, Remarkable You. This community is there to support, uplift and empower women like you to live their best lives. If you would like to connect with me, you may email me at inquire at whispermind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. I would love for you to tune in every week as I upload an episode every Friday. I would love for you to subscribe, rate, download or share the episode in order to reach more people who may benefit from hearing my message. In the next episode, I talk about grieving the narcissistic relationship. I look forward to connecting with you then 
Wishing you love and peace, my friend.